Hi, welcome to Science Club Podia. This is where I talk about science in everyday life. I dedicate this podcast to kids and their whole family to enjoy. And anyone who wants to listen from a kid's perspective, enjoy. Hello, everyone. Today I am here with Ka Indra. Ka Indra is a PhD candidate at Jenna Institute. Who currently studies at the University of Oxford? He is one of the two hundred people who are working on the coronavirus vaccine. Isn't that amazing? And you may be thinking, what is Jenner Institute? Jenner Institute was named after the person who invented the first vaccine. Well, smallpox vaccine. Who is the name of Indra? Edward Jenner. Yes, yes, that was the one. Oh, <laughs> let's welcome Om Indra. Hello, Om Indra. Hello, Rainer. How are you? I'm very pleased to meet you because just I I just can't believe that I get to speak with you, Om Indra. And oh, it's can you it's my pleasure. Yeah. What you do? Uh, so I'm currently a PhD student in General Institute. Uh, but before I study my PhD, I'm working. I, I, I used to work in vaccine industry uh, for four years in in research and de- and development division. So I used to work with two different type of vaccines. And now I des- after four years, I decide to continue my study. And I see uh, General Institute has a good program in creating the innovate innovate. Vaccines uh, for malaria, uh, so that's why I choose General Institute for my PhD here. That's actually a really good thing to do because you've actually left something and then you fought it for a while and then you came back. That that's like what I'm amazed of because you got some time to do something else, but then you thought, hmm, am I? I want to just continue on from what I'm doing. Now, right, you come back. So, talking about vaccines, what are vaccines, and how does a vaccine work? So, vaccine basically is a biological substance that create from pathogen. It can be the whole pathogen or only partial substance, and we use that substance to teach our body in advance. Uh, to protect our body from the disease, for example, like uh, we create, oh, no, we we culture the polio virus in the lab, yeah. and we make the virus become weak or we attenuate the virus. Uh, then we use that virus to teach our body how to uh, fight against the the real polio virus. So just in case in the future we get infected with the same virus, our body has developed the immune system. Immune system is like uh, the soldier, the soldier in our body that can protect us from the disease that created by the pathogen. Mm. So um, um, in driving can vaccines are because. And because talk, talking about pathogens when they teach, I got something. Imagine soldiers, and after that they're going to fight, for example, a country. For example, they're going to fight an alien country. Yes. That, they have to learn about the alien. Imagine the soldiers are like ourselves, and after that the alien is like the polio virus. 
So which one will win? Well, what if the soldiers can be able to fight it, or if they have immunity? Do you want to know what that means? So yes, it's like if you need want immunity, that. So you have to know the type of virus you're dealing with. For example, if it only attacks your lungs, then you need to pull out the fen. You need more defense on the lungs. So, so for the so it's it's like where it's injected. It's like we need some statistics from the real thing and try to create like um deaths um like antigens in our like for example our lungs. Now that we can get the polio virus. Now that we can put the polio virus in our lungs, inject it. I mean, and now that. Our, our macrophages might gobble them up, and after they will produce um what was that? Oh, they'll produce memory cells, which will create immunity. Is that true, um, Indra? That's very true. So every virus specifically attack our uh, some part of our body. For example, like polio, usually they uh, infect us through oral to fecal transmissions, right? But they attack our nervous system, so that's why uh, somebody who get infected by polio usually they got paralysis because the virus kill the cells, the neuron cells, which is the cells that contribute in the neural system, right? Uh, so how the way vaccine works is uh, so basically our body has the origin our uh, original immune system. Uh, our body can develop develop immune system without vaccination but it's not always win can you imagine if you if your country is being attacked by one type of alien and we don't know is what type of alien is it small alien or big alien and if if it's a small alien and we have a lot of arsenal uh, to attack the small alien the probability for our for our country to win attack to win against the alien is quite big but if you imagine that the next alien that coming to our country is a huge alien and it cannot kill by a gun or by a laser it should be killed by a bomb for example like that so uh, but we only we only prepare for a small alien the probability our our country to win against the aliens we need like yes. test for like um the, the bombs like for example the bomb is like the macrophage because we're so destructive why not create a bomb a macrophage so a macrophage can gobble up like a large virus although um the macrophage is 21 micrometers a large virus would probably be like the size of like a bacteria if that would be true so basically um macrophages could gobble it up which is the bomb and after that we need some tests to make it know that like because there's something called antibodies they mm -hmm. really help our things so they um they either stop them from moving or slow them down which the macrophages can easily do that's very true so basically macrophage is one of our arsenal that can kill or uh, that can kill any virus or bacteria, but in only it's only basic arsenal. We need something specific to type to to, to to specific alien. So we need a specific weapon for specific alien. That's why we have called adapted immune response, which it's like antibody or 
or CD8 T cell. CD8 T cell is a, a cell, a type of cell that specifically kill to specific virus or any pathogens. So yes, macrophage is a basic weapon, but we need a weapon that very specific to 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 type of pathogen. Yeah. So um, Indra, I got this question. If it's an arsenal, what is most effective? like immune cell we have you have an answer um, for that yeah so basically every pathogen is very specific uh to what can the pathogen kill by our immune system for example like the polio the polio can be killed by antibody not sorry can be neutralized by antibody but there is a specific pathogen that it's not enough to to be to be naturalized by antibody for example like uh how to say it? malaria for example it's it's very it's very difficult on really like on antibody we need we need more arsenal for example like cd80 cell that it's a cellular immune response or any other uh, arsenal so yeah so rainer do you wonder how the vaccine is made how would they make because I know that they like either kill it but remember when we was talking to each other I don't know like one week ago um mm -hmm. um you're talking that we kill it with chemicals what chemicals can be used to kill the virus yeah so uh usually vaccine is made so originally vaccine is made from the whole pathogen like Edward Fox that you mentioned in er earlier the they found yeah he he used the cowpox uh, and vaccinate human using a cowpox if you use the whole pathogen but sometimes the pathogen is is it's very difficult to make a pathogen weak or it's very difficult to make a pathogen become attenuated so like coronavirus today it's very difficult to make a version of coronavirus that still alive but less pathogen so why don't we kill the virus and use that killed virus to infect our body so that's a second type of vaccines so we culture the coronavirus in the lab kill it with chemical so the virus can 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 go to body what but cannot infect our cells but our body still recognize that virus as coronavirus Ah, uh, so that's basically how vaccines are made. Ah, yeah. Is it difficult to create a vaccine? That's a good question, actually. Yes, it's a difficult question, but that it's an interesting joke. So, the virus cannot grow without cells, right? Mm -hmm. So first, we have to culture the cells. So we create the substrate or the food for the virus to replicate. Then after we create the food or the cells, we infect the set that cells with the virus. So the virus can replicate inside the cells. Then we harvest it. We harvest the virus. Yes, we harvest. It's like we plant a, 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 a paddy rice, then we harvest the rice. So it's like that. So after we harvest the virus, we, we add some chemical substance that make the virus dead, technically dead, uh, and we formulate it with some substance. 
to increase the performance of the vaccines and and we just failing to the small tube so we can distribute quite easily instead of uh, fill in the big big bottles it's quite easy to distribute in a small bottle so that's why we filling the vaccine into small vials um, Indra what mm-hmm. is the chemical that you use to create the vaccine I mean the virus dead um, so there is a type of chemical we call it, uh, we can use formalin, you know formalin before, right? Formalin is one of type chemical that we use for preserve something. So we call it formalin. And we uh, sometimes, uh, some company use beta propylactin. So basically it's a chemical to, to, to destroy uh, uh, the virus so they can infect. Yeah. And on in the how long on average does it take to create a vaccine? Ooh, that's a good question actually. Uh, how long? Can you guess it? Um about like six months or like yeah, six months to like ten years. Um okay. So if we're talking about uh, how long the new vaccine is developed, normally it's around seven to ten years so when you found the new disease then you develop from the beginning uh, usually it takes 10 years to be developed but uh, during this pandemic we use the technology that we already familiar with and we try to copycat uh, that technology to the to the to the to the coronavirus for example so we can accelerate uh, the development process, which we take, can take around one year or two years. Wow, you must have worked hard. Everyone's worked hard. <laughs> Thank you, Reina. Um, Indra, mm-hmm. what are different types of vaccines? Are there more than one type? Um, so, if we talk about vaccine, uh, Based on the disease, one vaccine only can be used for one disease. So, for example, like uh, polio vaccine cannot be used for tuberculosis. Tuberculosis vaccine cannot be used for influenza uh, virus. So, it's only specific to a specific pathogen. One vaccine for one pathogen. But if you talk about the platform of vaccines, we know that there is a whole pathogen virus, uh, vaccines or there is a subunit vaccine which only use a partial subset of the pathogen or there is a viral vector vaccine which use uh, another virus to kill another pathogen. So yeah, there's a lot of type of vaccines. So probably Reino, do you remember when you were, when you, when you were a child uh, your mom or your dad take you to the hospital or to clinic and uh, the doctor give you some injection or some uh, drop drop in your mouth that tastes a little bit sweet. Did you remember that? I still remember going to my clinic. I got injected. I was like, oh, I, 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 
I told my mom that I, I didn't want it and I asked why did they do it and after that she was thinking I don't know and after that um, soon after it healed and after that she said it's a vaccine it's helping me and after that I was thinking of why and after that when I read read more books I learned that it was actually like for the immune infection the, the immune response I'm in so um so it's actually really cool that you can actually it's like that it's giving you immunity just if there's a plaster can stop the bleeding You're yeah yep that's true so mm-hmm. i have a question yes why is it take like five seven to ten years if you all, all like if when i think that you you can just like um take um like I'll create a chemical and after that it can kill. Why does it take so long? What's the main cause? Uh, that's a good question actually. Why vaccine development is taking so long? Because we need to test it before we can man we can we can before we can distribute it to so many people, right? Uh, why we need to test it? Because we want to make sure that the vaccine is safe. Yeah. And the vaccine is effective because we don't want to sell something that not effective, right? So we we need to test them. Um, I have a comic that I want to show you. Is it alright if I share with you the screen? Mm-hmm. Alright. Oh, uh, oh, it's a disabled. Okay, that's fine. So basically, uh, why the vaccine is taking so long to develop? Because before we test in human. We need to test it in animal first. Why? Because vaccine works inside the humans. Because if the humans enough that they die enough that it's not they're like it's like like not not good. But if we use it on animals, it's okay for us. Although it can impact the environment, is still a bit okay though. So is that true? Uh, so that's a tricky question actually there is a legal requirement so the vaccine can be tested in animal because we know that animal is also a living things right a living creature and we have to respect as a, as a living as a living organism uh, so there is a legal requirement how we can conduct the experiment in animal and we have to and it's very highly regulated uh, the, the reason why we still need to testing our vaccine in animal because sometimes there is an unforeseen effect of the vaccine that cannot be detected in the labor in in in, in, in the te- in the tube reaction. We call it in vitro test. So there is sometimes uh, there is an unforeseen effect that we cannot see in 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 vitro test and it has to be seen inside uh, the body which is animal is uh, the be- uh, is one of the model that can be used before it uh, delivered to human so that's why it's very important to do experiments uh, to, to test the vaccine in the animal before we use it for human and if we pass our study in animal uh, then there is we, we can continue the study to human to check the safety first, then after the safety, it's okay. We recruit a lot of volunteer uh, to check 
if the vaccine effective or not. So yeah, it's gradually increase the level of uh, number of people involved in the trials. Yeah. So that's why it takes long because we are very uh, detailed. There's a lot of job uh, things to do. Indra, how many people do you need to test before it's safe for everyone? Oh, that's very good question, Rainer. So in the first one trials, because it's the first time the vaccine delivered in human, not so many people involved in the in the first trial, probably around hundreds. But in the last trial, which is phase three, we aim to to study the effectivity of the vaccine. For the novel vaccine, usually we recruit thousand people. Thousand. Yeah, ten thousand people. Yeah. So we, it's it's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's actually like I can't believe that we need like a thousand people. So actually, yes. um, we need quite a lot of participants to create a vaccine. So it seems a bit short, but as well, just if you wait on like a pandemic scale, it's a bit long. But we'll get there soon. And yeah. um, Om Indra is working hard, so we have to support him as much as we can. Thank you very much, Rainer. Everyone is working very. Everyone's working very hard. Not only me, but also my team. And thank you for all the volunteers, because without the volunteers, we cannot test our vaccine. So they they also contribute to this race to to find a cure for to find a vaccine for the pandemic. Indra, mm -hmm. so um, so there is lots of vaccines. So, what what do you think for kids who want to learn about vaccines? What do you think they should do? If they want to learn about vaccines. Um. So, uh, if you want to learn about the vaccine first, you need to have a patient, a patient for study about life science because. Uh, the basic knowledge of the vaccinology is life science. For example, you know a lot about the virus trainer mm -hmm. and you know so early. I know, I know about the virus during my undergrad, which is when I was 18 or 19 years old. But now, how, how old are you? Mm, about to be nine in. So, so what's today's date? Uh, today is 20... Uh, sorry. 23rd. 23rd. 23rd August. Oh, so 23rd. So it's actually eight more days, one month, eight more days. I, I think it's about two months, eight more days. Wait. And it's around like, around like sometime. So I'm about like nine. Whoa. That's good. that's really impressive. You know a lot of things at nine years old. So that's that, that's what what that's one of the uh, one of the a good thing that you know about that you that you passionate about about the life science and that's a good models if you want to learn about vaccine. So good knowledge, yeah. Mm -hmm. In an imaginary world. 
this scientist they're creating a super virus with a new thing that i just learned so you can combine two viruses by creating one cell injecting two different types of virus which can this is not always which can create a new virus which can have dna so dna is like the coding of life imagine you're coding like square i I was basically like that. So the Ebola virus, for example, is like some sort of tail. So Im imagine if we mixed it with coronavirus, which is like um, an isocohedral virus. So um, so it's a 50-50% chance that it can be a tail or an isocohedral, or it can be a head tail. Do you want to know what that is? It's a head on top of a tail. So it's basically like two combined. So, and after that, it, it can spread this genetics and create a new mutated virus. It can be really, like, it can be less dangerous or more dangerous. Is that true, um, Indra? Because I found out the thing. So, that story, not completely wrong, but not completely true, because it's a heaven to certain of the virus. Uh, so... If you know the influenza virus, right? So we know that influenza virus, there's a lot of type of influenza virus, like swine influenza virus, avian influenza virus, human influenza virus. Uh, they're still influenza virus, but they carry different genetics. And they type of genetics, which very segmented. So they have a lot of segmented RNA. RNA is one of material genetics, uh, one type of material genetics. Uh, they carry a lot of segment of RNA and when different type of influenza virus infect the same host for example if there is a swine influenza virus and avian influenza virus and both of them can infect human the probability of them to 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 mixing their military genetic is high and the new influenza virus or new strain can be generated from that moment it can be less dangerous, it can be more dangerous, it depends on the fit on the fit of material genetic to the to the natural selections. But yes, that can be happened. But it's not always happened to it's not it's not happened to all type of virus. So only only some of the virus can can experience that more that, that phenomena. So yeah. So it's quite you like quite rare that you can fuse a virus like like an advanced virus and an advanced virus is going to get to create a super advanced virus humanity's ending no it could be like a low chance of doing that because um because like like you said um that is unlikely that those two will mix though so i'm like so i don't really think that it's such a concern to be concerned about but if you're concerned about it then don't really be concerned because it's a low chance and i got something about your dream don't be concerned if you can't reach your dream your dream is always there for you to get because, that's very true yeah because because it's actually like 
because if you want to dream to be like a scientist or like a, va a vaccine scientist and after that um you leave it you can still become a vaccine scientist again because 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 you can't just quit forever you maybe want to turn into like an an artist and then after that um, this is your dream I wanna be a vaccine scientist a bit though and after that you move back and then you can achieve your dream so, so even though if you have multiple dreams it's your choice no one is judging you here it's yourself who's judging yourself i'm talking about dreams on indra mm -hmm. why is it important to have a dream in your opinion do you have one oh yes i have a lot of dreams i uh, so before i answer that question i wonder what is your dream right now like a microbiologist because I like to learn about microbiology but through my podcast I changed this but I, but I just want to be a microbiologist you want to know why because I like how like living beings like ourselves like just look at my hand they're actually yeah. moving around and just if you see your blood through a microscope it's actually like moving things around I'm like how can this happen we have no legs and and, and that's like like I can't believe that and um, India also brings me to the question how can cells move if they're like just like <laughs> so that's very good question that's very good that microbiology is really good subject so thank you very much if you have a dream for microbiology because I would I used to be a microbiology before so yes yeah, it's very so come back to your last question about why I have uh, why it's very important to have a dream so uh, yes, I have a dream. I have a lot of dreams, but there is uh, one dream that the paramount of everything. I want to, uh, and for example, my uh, my biggest dream is I want to be my life uh, become be very benef uh, become beneficial to the society, and I have a small dream to achieve that. That can be a profession. That can be something that I do. That can be uh, my job. Uh, that can support my biggest dream. Jadi uh, mimpi itu ibarat-ibarat guideline buat kita. Uh, jadi uh, seperti yang saya bilang tadi, seperti yang kakak bilang tadi, uh, mimpi terbesar kakak tuh ingin kakak hidup kakak itu bermanfaat bagi banyak orang. Nah, bagaimana cara mencapai mimpi besar kakak? Kakak punya punya mimpi-mimpi kecil buat mencapai mimpi besar kakak misalnya kakak kerja di karena kakak ingin beke, uh, karena kakak ingin hidup kakak bermanfaat makanya kakak kerja di bidang kesehatan misalnya uh, kakak kerja di bidang vaksinologi kenapa karena kalau kakak bisa bikin vaksin orang-orang bisa divaksinasi akhirnya orang-orang bisa uh, terbebas dari penyakit infeksius itu uh, salah satu tujuannya kakak uh, salah satu tuju, cara kakak mencapai mimpi besar kakak misalnya seperti itu atau kakak bekerja di bidang uh, kakak kerja di perusahaan farmasi misalnya itu juga salah satu uh, tujuan kakak nah eh, sorry, salah satu cara kakak misalnya seperti itu uh, bisa juga kalau kalau minat kakak ternyata uh, di bidang uh, kedokteran uh, kakak juga uh, kedok kedokteran juga masih bisa masih masih pasti bisa uh, mendukung mimpi besar kakak yang tadi seperti itu Nah, jadi kenapa kalau misalnya punya mimpi itu sangat penting? Karena itu yang membuat hidup kita bermakna. Seperti itu, Reina. Hmm. Wow, that's actually so cool. So, Om Indra, 
thank you for working hard on the vaccine because this pandemic is just so scary but then you imagine it's like this giant alien trying to take over our world and that's corona but then you are there to get the vaccine or like the nuclear weapon to destroy the alien so it's like that um so it's like we have the power in our hands we have the power in our hands we just have to wait and thank you for all of the other scientists who work hard, I really appreciate them. Thank you, thank you so much, Rainer. Uh, but this perjuangan ini tuh belum berakhir, Rainer. Jadi mungkin di sini saatnya generasi kakak untuk melawan pandemik coronavirus. Tapi nanti kedepannya akan ada banyak masalah-masalah, akan banyak ada pandemik-pandemik lain, mungkin. Uh, dan mungkin nanti saatnya generasi Rainer yang harus berjuang untuk kemaslahatan bersama. So, I want to say to your generation that keep pursue your dreaming, study a lot, and keep reading a lot of book because knowledge is the fundamental of everything. You want to be a scientist. That's very true. That's a foundation of building, of, of, of a huge building. You can't, you can't build You can't build a, a tower or a, a, a tall building without having a strong foundation. And knowledge is a, is a strong foundation to building your dreams. So keep reading a book, tetap baca buku, rajin belajar di sekolah, keep your curiosity, always be wondered about something. That be, that's why, uh, that's, karena itu yang merupakan uh, mendrive atau men Uh, menstimulus kita buat mencapai mimpi-mimpi tadi buat kita belajar lebih giat so keep wondering keep become keep curiosity about keep about curious about something that's a good start <laughs> I got something about your dream I was thinking of like you know sun I got a, a, um, a funny thing don't be concerned about your dream It's always there, but you, you just have to get it. It's in front of you. It's in front of you, and you can just get to dream if you have the right foundation to build like a claw to get the dream. So, you know, like those arcade claws, they are created out of dreams. And if you want to get like, for example, a dinosaur doll, mm-hmm. you your dreams to get the dinosaur doll. And after that, just if you get the foundation of a claw right, like to build if it's the class too long then then it can't move around that much if it's too short it can't grab it so basically like you just need something perfect yeah so the dream always be there we just need to walk we just need to get to reach that so keep dreaming and keep working keep studying as well okay. because yeah <laughs> Um, Indra, thank you mm-hmm. for being in my podcast and working hard on the vaccine. I really appreciate you being in it. My pleasure, Rainer. Love talking to you and keep wondering about something, alright? Bye. Goodbye. Thank you, Rainer. See you in another time. Mm-hmm.